Alright bro Another episode Of driving it home Your boy opinionated MJ Michael Whatever you want to call me So um Russell Westbrook got benched And I'm just hearing all of this noise And you know I watched the game I seen it all just unfold and then I also watched uh, the the, conf- the press conference or, you know, the press meet with the players and coaches. I seen Frank Vogel in a manner that I've never really seen him before. He was very matter of fact. He was very stern. He was very, it is what it is. He was, he was rare. I've never really seen him like this. Usually he's just kind of slightly carefree a little bit, but, but still... You know, I mean, he's a head coach. He's very in tune with uh, what he's doing and everything. So, um, you know, of course, it's not that he's just taking his anger and running away with whatever he wants to do and doing it his way, which he's he kind of is by sitting Russ, because who's done that? Like, I don't I mean, Russ didn't get benched in Houston with with D'Antoni. Come on, man. Russ didn't get benched with. um Washington, Russ didn't get benched ever in OKC, and he's Mr. Triple Double. Now I know a lot of people might hear this and say, "Well, Russell ain't been playing up to par." Okay, well, Russ and LeBron are kind of similar in many ways. With their need, their their they need the ball a majority of the time. Russ's usage rate is what? Just go look up Russ's usage rate and compare it to LeBron's over the years. I'm quite sure he's beating LeBron in uh, many areas with the usage rate. Or or not many areas, but over many years with the usage rate. Potentially even last year. But um, people got to understand, like, just because L.A., it's, it's just crazy. Because it's like, this team just got put together. It's not even February, man. It's January. AD ain't been healthy the whole time. LeBron ain't been healthy the whole time. Uh, Vogel hasn't figured out his rotations over this entire course because it's some things that he really just needs to do with his rotation. And it's not a fireable offense that he hasn't. But you just have to go through the motions, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of an NBA season. Everybody want results like the championship was yesterday. The championship, not yesterday. Get to the playoffs and it's 0-0. We haven't seen Kendrick Nunn all season. Um, we didn't see Malik Monk for a minute. Uh, Trevor Ariza was like, I could go down the list, bro. AD out right now. I mean, I I just said it, LeBron was out. Like, so if you bog all that down, you break it down, you get to a point where you're just dissecting everything. People should understand that the Lakers need to stay the course. You don't build up good habits by jumping ship if you just buy the ship, but you find you you mess around and find out that the ship you bought got a, a slit in it. Oh wait, it's got it's got a couple more slits in it. You don't you don't go uh like take the ship back or try to uh sell it. You fix it. You keep it. You stay the course. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what you do. You don't make it a situation where oh well. We don't look like we don't look 
how we thought we would look 40 games in. So let's just uh let's just let's just cut and run. We've seen this happen with a LeBron team before. The 2018 Cavs. Shout out to the great LeBron. And because um, he, he really showed out that season. Well, that playoff preferred, uh, you know, that's what I, that's when I mentioned 2018 LeBron, that's what I'm thinking about. Playoff LeBron. But we've seen this, we've seen this before. We've seen him come bring a whole bunch of rivals, uh, a bunch of friends and Isaiah Thomas <laughs> to a team, blow the team up at halftime. Up at halftime, <laughs> at the halfway point, <laughs> and then you know go from there. LeBron hasn't even. LeBron is usually saying something, whether it's passive aggressive, whether it's you know what I'm saying. Don't what do you say about Kevin Love back in the past? Don't you trying to fit out or something? You should fit in, but you're trying to fit out. Whatever he said. LeBron usually does little things or says little things. I don't even feel like uh, somebody close to clutch sports has even put something out there. Like, because you could kind of tell when it's happening. It's a it's an air about that. None of that is happening right now. So if you have a coach that needs to actually implement his system, if you want to be matter of fact, Frank, good i want you to be matter of fact i personally wouldn't fire you and i would have you go to your team and tell them all right guys look we've been running this a certain type of way we've been doing this a certain type of way i want to know who's willing to do what i'm asking of you and who's not it could start there anybody that begins uh you know with a disagreement going in this direction, move them. Even if that's you saying, Russ, I need you to be the sixth man. We're we're our best if I'm able to get you your own minutes, your own type of offensive flow. And I'm not somebody that wants Russ to come off the bench. Yes, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. I'm not biased, but there's no way I can really truly see sitting a man that can average a triple double <laughs> a lot of people say oh will he be stat chasing he uh, man it's hard let me go see y'all go to to the y or something like that and try to put up a triple double with 15 rebounds against our regular selves let's see it that takes game planning that takes effort that takes energy that takes dedication Because if it could be done, why isn't everybody doing it? So, with that being said, and if Russ don't want to do that, then it's going to be like, okay, well, look, Russ, we're going to go in the interest of the franchise going forward. If you don't want to make the adjustment, or if you want to make the adjustment and let's ride the rest of the season out and let's see where we can go with this. And then if you don't like where we stand at the end of the season, you know, we can both mutually agree to split. And we'll send you, we'll try to send you where you want to go. And if we can't make that happen, then we'll send you where you can go. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not just going to throw Westbrook under the bus. 
alone because it's it's a it's on the entire team. It's on the entire team. Weeks ago, especially before AD went down, I was saying trade AD. Then he went down like immediately after I said that. Then LeBron started playing the five. Now, if you have unwilling players, if you have a Anthony Davis and he's unwilling to make the necessary adjustments in order to maximize the potential of this team and stop doing things that it's like you can't have three ball stoppers on the floor. LeBron can't need to stop the ball in order to establish himself and get his shot. Russ can't stop the ball in order to establish himself and set himself up. Anthony Davis can't keep jacking three-pointers like he thinking he Kevin Durant. And you need to kind of you need to be down low or you need to be on the block, bro. And I know you don't really want to get put in a situation where you have to bang down low. So become KG in the second half of his career. Set them screens and pop. KG was inside of the three-point line, between the three-point line, free throw line. What's wrong with that? Get on the elbows. But instead, you you just this is this man. It's the entire team, man. Then we can go to coaching, where I felt like Frank should have started Malik Monk to begin with, because if you look across the league and over the last few years, the teams that have been playing their youth and letting them develop, letting them make mistakes, letting them bump their head, letting them get experience. The best experience is experience. If I'm if I'm a Laker, I got a jersey on, I'm contract, you know, I got a contract, but I'm sitting on the bench. I'm not getting no experience. I might be practicing with LeBron and them. Yeah, I might have a, a level that I maintain, but I'm not sitting up here learning the tendencies of other players that I'm playing, the game plan of other teams that we're playing. I'm not I'm not able to insert myself into any rivalry that will come about, any marquee matchup. Nothing. So if you don't have your players actively playing and then why isn't Dwight Howard playing like I know, Dwight is in great shape, bro. He could play 28 minutes. I would play Dwight 28 minutes. I don't care if he got zero points and two rebounds or 10 points and 20 rebounds. The more Dwight plays, I think the better he'll be in his production. Like I got things I could say about the Lakers. I could, but I'm not going to look at it in a negative light because this team, I mean, the is the ain't the Lakers playing better than the Atlanta Hawks? Ain't they record better? So, it's not doom or gloom to me. The fact that they still in the Western Conference playoff picture is acceptable. We seen uh Kobe and Shaq as Lakers go from a seven seed to like a two seed. I think it was when Kobe made that the uh, the game tying shot on Ruben Patterson, if I'm not mistaken, and then he made the game winner. They they jumped in the standings at the last game. I, I think that was the last game. If I if I recall that correctly, that was the last game of the season, and they jumped from seven to like four, or I believe it was second. 
Like this is not about today. If we're not in April and we're not at game 80, 81, 82, this is not the end. But I understand between those times and where we are now in 2022, everybody not even reacting on a daily basis no more. We're reacting in like on an hourly basis, like every eight hours or so. It's, the NBA is just such a, it just never goes to sleep. And it's such a great sport. It's such a story in itself that everything is so magnified now with social media. With It's like damn near Frank Vogel went and listened to people on social media telling them to bench Russ. Or the organization listened to people in social media and then took that information and considered that maybe we should bench Russ. Let's go tell Frank. Like, cause who came up with the idea in the Lakers organization? Y'all might need to go call Jerry West back up or something, man. Like, y'all need to get some real basketball heads in there. You really do. Like, having not having Magic Johnson there is hurting right now. And you guys need to do something about it. But right now, I'm I'm not. Russell was making three pointers yesterday. Like, why would you sit him? But I just want people to get off Russ's back. That's why I came on today. I know it's been a minute since I did a driving at home. Just chill out on Russ. Stop overreacting so much. Be patient. That's like a lot of y'all reacting like if you start a business today, you got to have a million dollars tomorrow. Not put in no work. Not bump your head and learn. What mistakes you made along the way, what things you need to make up for, what things you need to do differently going forward so you can get to the bag. You can't just start your business and you a millionaire tomorrow. It's not like that. So don't expect the Lakers to to have begun their journey through this season with people in and out here and there. AD still not back now and learning each other's tendencies, learning how to mesh. You know what I'm saying? Building something. What's that saying? They didn't build Rome up in a day. So just relax. Please relax. And chill on Russ. And and hopefully the Lakers organization, if y'all don't want Russ, if y'all truly told Frank Vogel to He's fine. Y'all going to back him even if he sat or benched Russ. You know, and, and you're, you you guys aren't going to punish him or be upset with him for that. That's actually good. That's the franchise behind the coach. But that's bad because just move him. And my suggestion, my suge- suggestion, let me clear my throat. <clears throat> but it's two teams. And that's the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shout out to She's for Russie on Twitter because that's her suggestion. But I like it. As long as they can keep SGA. Maybe send the Lakers Josh Giddy and see how he does over there. Which I highly doubt OKC would do. But, you know, you never know. Especially they have so many picks. They could they could instantly build a team around Russ and, and uh, SGA. 
and Russell instantly turned Basley and uh, Poku and all of them into really good role players. Trust me. I know what Russell Westbrook does. Usually, wherever he goes, he enhances uh, his teammates and he gets them the bag. He gets his superstars that's alongside him MVP considerations. Well, he did it with Paul George. Uh, look at LeBron's numbers this year. It's been the best since what? He was like a kid, basically. Like, y'all gotta, if y'all gonna break something down, break it down all the way don't just break it down so you telling your side of it you just making it sit in a negative light and not actually look at the whole scope of everything yes it looks bad when we watching it on tv yeah or if you there at the game yeah yeah okay yep it do it look bad but guess what russ is very productive and we don't know right now maybe russ is having uh, some psychological issues because he ain't never been in this space before. Who heard Mellow talk? Did y'all listen to Mellow last night? You know, this is new for him. It's new for him. So, man, cut Russ some slack. And before I leave y'all, my second team that I suggest is the Orlando Magic. I am a believer in less is more. I feel like LeBron is enough, especially once AD gets back. You can let Russ go. Now, the less part is this is the kicker. I love Markel Fultz. I love Jonathan Isaac. Some of they hurt players over there. But you can send some of your young players. You can send Chuma Okiki over to the Lakers. Since he's not getting the same burn that he was getting since uh, Francis over there now. So the Lakers actually have options. My only suggestion in moving Russ is that the Lakers get young players with high IQ, if possible, if at all possible, or young players with high upside that can come produce for them right now. It's hard to dictate what players can do that because there's a certain type of playing style that you have to have around LeBron James. That's another factor. So don't go to him and ask him what he wants in this situation. Yes, he's your franchise player right now. But he's not going to be there in eight years. So Go figure out what you guys can do to shore up some talent in a deal for Russell Westbrook. What's the worst team in the league? Well, don't send him to Detroit. He ain't coming here. And the other team is Orlando. Excuse me. The other team is Orlando. Oklahoma City is one of them. So make a decision. It would be nice if it happened today. I wish Russ just got mad, frustrated, went to the front office, said I want a deal. Suddenly, uh, I don't, I'm not sure who plays today. I'm not sure who the Lakers play today. But before that next game, they just say uh, we decided to sit Russell Westbrook and mutually agreed to look for a deal to move him on and take whatever deal you can get. I mean, you gave away Kuzma, KCP, Caruso, and Trez. Just for Russ. You let Dennis Schroeder walk. 
Like, that's five players right there, bro, that all are serviceable. But what did they look like around LeBron? Do we see Kuzma and KCP? Trez right now? I think Dennis Schroeder has been playing better this year than last. Caruso, is he made a name for himself early on uh, in his stint with the Chicago Bulls by bringing his energy and defense on the floor, his scrappiness. Like, you guys really traded players that played their roles and accepted them at the time. Maybe you could have let Trez and Dennis go, but you should have kept everybody else. And honestly, how do you go from Dwight Howard, Rondo, Morris, Danny Green, Kuz, uh, I, I would say Mark Gasol, but he wasn't really, he wasn't really there like that. I mean, you know, he wasn't really, you know, trying to be there like that, but it's just like, how do you go from having, why, how did you go from having a championship team built different and not retaining that championship that championship team. I know Rondo wanted to go get his bag if he had another bag that he was able to get and you know some things like that but I'm just thinking to myself like bro you guys have no roster continuity the Lakers don't have roster continuity I'm not sure how many people have been listening to me for the last while I know my friends but I've been talking about continuity for the longest in my podcast. That is the most important thing when it comes to basketball. The Warriors could not be who they are today without roster continuity. If they didn't retain Jordan Poole, if they went and did what everybody said and, oh, Trey Wiggins, Wiseman, you know, they brought it. They brought Eagle Dollar back into the fold to help uh, with teaching and to help with the flow of everything. They, they kept uh, Kevon Looney. It's just certain things you have to do in order to get to where you're trying to go. And a lot of times, that don't mean hit the reset button every time it looked like the sink about to ship. The sink about to ship. <laughs> I'm done, man. Look like the ship about to sink, man. Stop, stop being so quick to hit the reset button. Stop being a person that's going into a relationship already with a plan B. Because you don't fully commit to plan A when you're too concerned about plan B. And plan B from the whole time for this Lakers team was blame Russ, trade Russ. We're here now. Please just trade him. Because I don't want to see this no more. I'm tired of seeing 12, 5, and 4 on 5 for 14 shooting. When I could see 20, uh, 13, and 9 on better, better efficiency... And his teammates around him are flexing. He made Daniel Gafford look great last year, bro. He was getting Thomas Bryant into the flow of things before Thomas Bryant went down. That hurt the Wizards to me to lose him. Like, I just think about Russ in these different situations on these different teams. And he has done very well with elevating the players around him one way or another. And it got to the point that last year I started to see Russ come up the floor and let the ball go and let the offense uh, do what it's going to do. And then if the ball came back to him, then he would try to do something with it. He wouldn't hold the ball until nine seconds. He might get the ball back at at nine seconds. And, yeah, sometimes he'll look off Bradley Beal. But that's what superstars do. 
you don't always look to the other to, to your other superstar because you believe in yourself. That's what happened with KD in OKC. Russ believed in himself. Yeah, he should have let KD do it a couple times. He should have let him close. But it is what it is, man. Y'all have a good day, bro.